Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Do you think there should be a cut-off age for driving? We've spoken about it before on the show. Many people believing that older people shouldn't be driving as they're a danger on our roads. Well, a new study on ageing from Trinity College has revealed that elderly people are happiest when they are literally in the driver's seat. According to the latest research, it's part of the Irish Longitudinal Study on Ageing. Older adults say they prefer to drive themselves or be driven by a partner or spouse rather than be chauffeured around by other family members members by friends or in taxis. The study published in the journal Transportation Research Part F, Traffic Psychology and Behaviour, a rather weighty mouthful of a title, I'll grant you. It's basically revealed to older people who still drive, they've better health, they've better mental health, they've higher levels of social participation, they have better social networks than those who have to do others to do the driving for them. Now, the study also revealed that men over the age of 50 are more likely to continue driving as they age compared with their female counterparts. Some 70% of men over the age of 75 are still driving compared with only 30% of women in the same 75 plus age group. However, researchers found that older people who never learned to drive or who'd stopped driving reported higher depressive symptoms and loneliness as well as a lower quality of life, fewer social networks and lower rates of social participation compared with their peers who still drive. The project manager Orna Donoghue has said that driving seems to allow a level of freedom and independence that's often not available with public transport transport and therefore it's hugely important for social engagement, for mental health and for well-being. On the other side of the debate though, a recent survey revealed almost half of Brits want older drivers banned from the roads completely. There was a survey there uh, done by YouGov, um, the cartakeback.com survey. It found 69% of Britons believe older drivers should have to retake their driving test starting at the age of 60. Nearly one in two or 49% think older drivers should be banned from driving completely. Some people say a person's licence should be taken away from them once they're over the age of 70. Others believe they should be made to reset the test every two to three years to ensure that they still have competency on the roads. Would you be in favour of this or do you think that is ageism? Let us know. Do you believe people should be banned from driving over the age of, say, 70 or 80? Lisa, what do you think? What's your take on this? Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, in the, in the sense they should be kind of like winding down, not driving as much. People at the age of 80 really are just like, well, I mean, the fairies, you don't want to say, you know, they're too old to drive, but it, it wouldn't be ideally um, with, like, eyesight and, and hearing going, you know, a lot of people have that at their ages. So and they're two most important things on the road, hearing and seeing. So, yeah, I think at the age of 80, yeah, you should probably wind down from driving. But one 80-year-old, um, maybe, one 80-year-old may be very different to another. I mean, there are 80-year-olds exactly. who are very um, infirm and maybe do have poor eyesight. My own mother's in her 80s. She's 83. She's flying around the place. And I don't mean, I don't mean irresponsibly in a car. I mean, she's physically very fit. She's mentally very sharp. So why should she have that taken away from her? No, I didn't say she should have that taken away from her. I'm saying some people at the age of 80 are not capable of driving and are a danger on the roads. Like the likes of your auntie probably or your mother or anybody wouldn't be, uh, as a sense what you've just said there. But a lot of people at the age of 80 are. I mean, this today, for instance, um, in, in, uh, on the road, a gentleman is, is cycling down the road on a bike. This has just happened a couple of hours ago. Yeah. 
a man knocked him down. Um, he's holding his hand in his in his face, and the man's going mad on the bike. The guy, I don't know, he's roughly 60, 70, whatever, and he's giving out to him, you know, you shouldn't be on the road, you, you, you're a danger on the road, and just a bit, just a bit typical of what you're on today. Now, that's just happened today here on Air Road, um, not two hours ago. So you look at it that way as well. He's probably not capable of being on the road, and then and a lady of seven eighty-five is probably, yeah, great on the road. Do you know what I mean? So, so would you would you be in favour then, Lisa, of having regular that either that people when they get to say seventy-five or eighty have to go back and reset their test and maybe have the eye eyes tested and have the hearing tested again and maybe do that on a regular basis? Is that where, where absolutely. you absolutely, absolutely? I just said that before I came on the show to your girl. I think. That people of a certain age should have yeah eye tests, hearing tests, um, you know, uh, do the driving test, their license uh, evoked if they're not capable of being on the road because they are a danger to people, and you know it's hard enough to drive on the road today with the amount of cars there is on it. So yeah, I do think that I do think, and it should be done regularly as well at that sort of age. So let's say from seventy um, upwards. Mairead, I want to bring you in. Would you be in favour of that? Do you think older drivers are generally de facto more dangerous or, or more no, of a risk? And at the moment, it's mandatory for anybody who reaches the age of 70 to have a medical, which includes an eye test. And it's at the doctor's discretion whether you get a licence for one year or three years. And that is um, ageist. Because other people don't have to do this. And even if you have a medical card, it doesn't pay for it. You have to pay for it out of your own pocket. So if you want to stay driving once you're 70 plus, you have to visit your doctor. You have once to you undergo. Once you 70. That's, the, that's but, the way it is at the moment. And do you, do you think that's unfair? I do, yeah. Why do you think that's unfair? It's ageist. It doesn't happen in other countries. So to, to, level, to level the playing field, should yeah, everyone have to go back? Yeah, about the EU and everybody being the same. But when it comes to uh, this, it's not the same. Lisa, what do you think? Mairead's feels no, it's unfair. I, There's I, already... I don't think... I, Mrs, you're probably... If you, I don't know how old you are, but if you're in the age of 70 and you're fit as a fiddle and you're perfectly good to drive, fair play to you. But not everybody is like that. That's why they get aging. tested. It's safety. Safety That's why comes they get forth tested. Where, where cyclists are, where children some, are. Some women choose to give up driving after they reach a certain age because they don't yeah. feel safe. With the mad, oh, with the mad young fellas on the road. Well, there is a lot of crazy people out there. Yeah, there I is. agree with you there. But at the age of seventy, it's just better to be safe than sorry, because it's why, dangerous enough why, out there. Why do you think people are feeble when they're seventy? Listen, I'm not even fifty yet, and I'm driving. Yeah, well, when you reach seventy, you might 17. have a different opinion. If you read I, I, I would say to myself, to my sister there a few weeks ago, I think I'll give up driving in ten years' time because. I just don't want to be on the I road anymore. I have a sister in her 80s and with... she's still driving. Sorry? I have a sister who's in her 80s and she's still driving. And do you think she's safe on the road? And more importantly, does she feel herself that she's safe on yes. the road? Or is she... Yeah, she's not driving down the country. She's just going locally because she has arthritis. And, uh, you know, she'd probably never get out that much if she couldn't drive. And that's what this study is pointing yeah. to, ladies. It's saying that people who are out driving, who are able to drive themselves yeah. around, have better social lives, they have better physical and yeah. mental health it, because they're um, happier. It's um, 
age is, oh, it's bashing older people all the time, like telling them to downsize their homes. I believe I belong to a group called Older Voices for Change out in Dublin Midwest. Mm. And uh, we would campaign about these things, about the way people are being treated, older people. I don't think it's it's kind of like ageism or or treating people in a bad way. I think it's just that they're just trying to get out there. Like, we're here for you if you need us. Um, you know, voice your opinion, and if we can sort, fix it, we will. And if we can't, well, then we'll try and find a source that can. So this is not, this is this is about people, this is about dangerousness on the road. And the old people sometimes get in cars and they're not capable of driving and they hurt somebody. What about um, the argument, Lisa, that um, we're moving to, well, certainly that they say 70 is the new 50 and certainly that people are, they're living longer, they're healthier generally because of better health care. Also bear in mind that the retirement age is increasing. It's going to be 67 in a few years' time. That's not far off 70 when these um, tests, as Mairead explained, come into play. So is it well, actually think, ageist to expect on the one hand that people are going to contribute to the economy by continuing to work, but then maybe restricting their activities when it comes to driving? Yeah, well, someone who live in the dark ages, don't they really think, oh, 70 years of age, you're, you're finished now. Go on home and don't be driving, don't be doing this. No, that. It's mm, amazing maybe they should take that's what people are doing at uh, 70 and 80 years of age. It's astounding. When you, you have to take a step back and look at them and think, wow. Uh, you know, so not everybody needs to be stopped. Marie, I just heard you make a comment there. Maybe they should take us out and shoot us. Yeah, I say that a lot. Why do you think that society generally is is very down on older people? Not generally, but ignorant people. And what do you think of that argument that um, I put forward that they're expecting people to work until yeah. they're nearly seventy, and well, it I will be in their seventies? You're okay to work, but not to drive and pay taxes. Yeah. Yeah, they can't have their cake and eat it. Derry, what do you think? What's your view on this? Do you think that older people generally are less safe on the roads and therefore they should be curtailed when they get to maybe 70, 75, 80 years old? Tara, I am over 70 years of age. Yep. I was checked when I was 70 to get a three-year licence, which I've got medically checked, which maybe that young lady that's on there of 50 isn't medically checked. So what the hell is she on about? The other thing is I live down the country. You're okay living in Dublin. I lived in Dublin too. It's grand. You have buses, you have yeah. trains, you have all this infrastructure. Yeah. Where I live out the country, if I was to wait for a bus, I'd die before to come. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and, and that is what has sort of been pointed out in this study as well. You're not alone in that, Terry. A lot of people in your age group are saying that they're, if, if they're relying on public transport or they're relying on maybe the son or daughter to, um, to get them around, well, then they're more depressed. They have a lower quality of life. They, have, they don't have friends. I play cards three nights a week. I don't drink. I go out and play the cards. I drive myself there. Yes. And that's it. I think it's disgraceful the way that these people come on. They, the, the only thing I'll say to that young lady, you'll get old too. Don't forget it. And you'll think differently. And but der- to try and put us 
that, that she can be... I'm not dictating to what they should do. They shouldn't be dictating to what we should do. I mean, we pay our, we've paid our dues. We've paid our way. And now, when we want in our twilight years, which they are now, I'm going for a game of golf tomorrow. I was playing golf on Monday. Mm-hmm. I'll go tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I'll be playing cars Monday night, Wednesday night, and Thursday night. And Derry, do you feel safe on the road? And I don't mean about your own driving ability, because obviously I presume if you felt that it wasn't safe for you to drive, you wouldn't do it anymore. But do you feel safe when you have, you know, uh, younger people or maybe life, people are more impatient now in every aspect of life, but particularly on the roads. Do you feel safe because of other people on the road or, or do they make you feel unsafe? A lot of young females, for the life of me, why they should be put off the road as far as I'm concerned, the ones that I see with a bloody mobile stuck up to their ear. Mm. And I don't. I have a hands-free. I've always had a hands-free. But I did a lot of driving in in the work I was involved in and covered all of Ireland. For the last five years, I was driving a couple of times a month to the north of Ireland, up and down. Right? Yeah. I haven't had any accidents. I haven't had any near misses. Okay. You know, I've driven around Dublin all my life and working in business and in leisure. And so what? You know, it's all balderdash. Plus, as the other lady said there, it's ageism. I just say, why the hell don't you decide when we're such an age, give us a pill and we we can exit the planet and we'll we'll save you all the, the hassle. I want but to bring I want to bring to Hayden that, in, Derry. Just stay stay with us. Want to do that to me. Stay with stay with me, Derry. I want to bring Hayden in. Hayden, you've heard Derry there. He considers himself a safe driver. He's seventy plus. He's never had an accident. He's never had a prang, and he thinks he should. It's nobody else's business. Leave him on the road. I, I I'd like to commend Derry on his in his immaculate um, driving record, but. I'm not looking at it from an ageist point of view, and I don't think in any way it's an ageist point of view at all. I think it's more of a health and safety point of view. Because if you look at statistics, like I know there is a huge stigma around young people on the road, they're hammering it around, acting the maggot, and I get that, I really do. Like, but there is a lot of young people out there, including myself, who are 25, like I, we pay a high, high amount of money for insurance, tax, you know, trying to get a decent car and your everything. And I have a one penalty point. I've never been caught speeding. You know, and I'm, 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 not, I'm not vouching for every young person on the road. I'm vouching for a good majority of us that are actually out there making an effort to do it right. And when, like myself, I do a lot of driving for work. So I go from Cork to Dublin to Kerry all around. I put up hundreds of miles a week. And it's, the majority of the cases I come across is older people on the roads. they amount of times like they've gone down the wrong way of a motorway, they're going too slow on roads, you know, like roads like that that are 100 kilometres an hour and suddenly you come across this car doing 30, 40 kilometres an hour. If you're going to the speed limit, you have to react fast to break in a safe distance to stop yourself from hitting them or a safe zone to overtake. And like, I don't think it's one bit ageist at all. I think that if it was brought in at an age that was agreed upon, that, you know, people were checked just to see if they are competent to drive on the roads. And it's not, it's not, it's not a discrimination thing. It's a, it's a health and safety thing. Because there is people out there who are 85 years of age who are in the prime of their health, certainly 
get into your car and drive no problem if you are competent to. There is a majority of people out there who aren't fully competent and it's just something that they have to realise that they can no longer get behind the wheel of the car and safely drive. If they can go to their doctor and get their eye test, get their hearing checks, you know, even not repeat their driving test, but have someone sit in beside them and just go for a spin maybe down the road, around the town, and if they're happy enough with that, Fantastic. That's kind of like repeating your driving test, albeit maybe not as formally. Derry, what do you think of the points that Hayden's made there? He, like you, spent a lot of time driving for work. He's a younger driver. He says that in the vast majority of cases, when he comes across trouble on the road, it's because of an OAP doing 35 in a 100 zone. Well, let, let Hayden follow the same criteria that he wants for the people over 70. Let him let he do the test as well. And let's have equality instead of inequality which he wants to profess. Hayden, you get old too one day, my friend. And there's nothing you can do about it. I understand and I realise that. And you shouldn't be there making comments, sanctimonious comments to me about my driving, etc., etc. I don't even know why I'm bothering listening to you pontificating about people of a different age limit. I'm not discriminating or talking about you. But a lot of the accidents seem to be happening. Why are they charging the younger people? Why are they loading them? They're not loading me. And, and Hayden Derry has a point that the majority of accidents that are caused, and we hear this year on year, although our statistics for, for road traffic collisions are reducing, for fatal ones anyway, are reducing, but they largely involve younger drivers. Yeah, and I do understand that. Like, it is a a huge majority of younger drivers. It is, and it is down to mobile phone usage, not concentrating, and the, the excitement that comes with speeds. But then again, I'm, I totally think that I'm not discriminating because at the age of 25, I'm in the prime of my health. I am at an age where I'm young. I know everything's fine. I've done my test. I've done my test recently. I've passed on it. I go for my eye test annually. I get what I have to do done. I look after myself. But I'm saying... I work in this area, and after the age of 65 onwards, your body starts degenerating at a faster rate than it would have back in your 20s and 30s. And this is, again, this isn't ageist. This is just common sense and common knowledge, because, you know, that's what I mean. It's, it's, not, a, it's not an age thing at all. It's literally just as time goes on. Okay, Damien, I want to bring you in here as well. Where do you um, where do you stand on older drivers? Should they be allowed to continue to motor around freely or should there be some restriction? Well, in fairness, I think there should be some restrictions. Um, I mean, everybody's getting on here saying, oh, I've been medically tested. My eyesight's fine. That's all well and good. The doctor's swinging that off. But can you actually drive? Are you physically able to drive and have your wits about you constantly? Which you do need driving. Nobody so, has brought that up. Like, I mean, I'm assuming this man, uh, Hayden, is that his name? Hayden, I, Hayden. I, have, I have Hayden and I still have Derry, who is our older uh, driver. When did Hayden pass his driving test or did he even sit one? Because years ago... I think, no, I think, you're, I think you're talking about Derry. Are you our, you're our older Derry. gentleman who's driving oh, around? Gentleman, yeah, sorry, I beg your pardon. Like, I mean, when did he pass his test? Was he given one in the cornflakes box when they were giving them out all those years ago for nothing? You didn't even have to sit your test. And that's the problem. There is a, a point people... There is a point there, um, Derry. There, Damien does have yes, a point. Then. There were a lot of older drivers yes, who never yes. actually sat a what test. So how do people? How do these, these older people think that they're a competent driver when they haven't even sat a test? They, 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 could, they think they the could young... be right when they're doing things completely wrong. 
and picking up bad habits over the years. Because if you've never been tested, how do you know you're right? Wait a moment, if I may, if I may say something, right? I, I had an Irish driving license. I went to the UK. I sat a driving test, and I got a UK driving license for life. Right? Okay. How long ago was that? So, look, I don't have to listen to your quips about... Well, you do, because you're on a radio show. You do, actually. You do. It's a a radio show. It's a debate. You do have to listen. You're just a biased person. You'll get old, too, my friend. You said that to everybody that's coming on, Daddy. I realise I'll get old. And you might die tomorrow, and I could die tomorrow. So the old rubbish you're going on with, as long as you're medically tested, you're tested by your own GP. And he has a record of your medical history. You could be on dope. You could be snorting coke. Who's to know? <laughs> but the, the doctor is not a driving instructor. So how can the doctor tell you that you're okay to drive? And also, your doctor, Derry, if you're an older person, has maybe been your doctor for generations and maybe you have a very close personal relationship and he's kind of thinking, ah, you're sure, poor old Derry, he's not doing anyone any harm. I'll sign the form. The best thing I could do now is get off this line because obviously you're, you're with a Dublin bias that you sorted out you have <laughs> and you have all your stuff there and goodbye oh Derry well listen thank you very much for your contribution because it was very insightful and we want to hear from more older drivers and people who are out on the road and I have to say Derry please don't go off thinking for a moment I, I think it's fantastic that you're going off to play golf tomorrow and that you were playing cards on Monday night personally I see it um, Damien I do see it from the older driver's me, point I, of view to me, so do I listen more power to them if they're physically able to do it and the competence to drive more power to them I would encourage it but they need to be tested, I think, on a regular basis. I've worked, I've worked in traffic management for nearly the last 20 years, mm. and I can tell you from personal experience, the worst drivers out there are the older generation. Whatever they do. And what about Derry's claim? And we all see them. I mean, look, we do see older people maybe who get confused about which way they're going on to or off a motorway or which way they yeah, uh, you know, are, are turning confused, up a one-way street. Getting, sorry, sir, if you're getting confused about how you come off a motorway, well, then you shouldn't be driving. Yeah, I mean, maybe there's something to be said for the restrictions that are put in place on ore drivers that they mm-hmm. they don't use motorways. Maybe there, maybe there's so maybe, maybe there's maybe categories that. of license that should yeah, be. Maybe that. Look, listen, and they do. We understand people that live in rural areas that they absolutely need their car to get yeah. around from A to B. Totally understand that. And if they're competent enough to drive the car, that's fine. But be tested by a proper competent driving instructor. That's all I'm saying. They can tell me they've been medically examined, but a GP is not a driving instructor. It's completely different. Yeah. Like you said, they've had the same GP for God knows how long, 50 years, 60 years, and you do get a close rapport, and the doctor will say, oh yeah, you're fine, there you go. But what about the point that Derry was making, Damien, about the younger drivers? I mean, you're saying you work in traffic management, oh, yeah. so you're seeing it all, clearly. What oh, about yeah, the young ones on their mobile phones? What about the lads that's who are... Rampant. That's absolutely rampant as well, people on their mobile phones, and it's terrible, and it is the cause of, uh, I would say, most accidents. Lack of concentration, speed, and being on the phone, head down, texting. Absolutely agree with that as well. But they've sat a test and have been passed the test by driving instructors to say that they can actually drive the car. That's what we're talking about, drive, driving the car, that they're competent and able to do it. Because, like you said, if they're getting confused coming off or a motorway, or getting confused, do I turn right here? No matter where you go, 
Sign posts are everywhere. And if you can't understand road signage, well, then you shouldn't be behind the wheel of a car. All right. Do you agree with Damien or are you more in Derry's line of thinking? Should older drivers be taken off the road? Should they be subjected to rigorous testing when they get beyond a certain age? Or is that just ageism? Just some of the text and WhatsApp reaction, just listening to the discussion on driving for older people. My father's 80, a great driver, does long distance just to drive in the UK. Newer cars also help people with the roadside assistance and changing lanes should be allowed to do it. And somebody else pointing out that uh, Prince Philip would be somebody who would have thought maybe that he was, you know, independent and able to drive around. But um, he wrote off a €120,000 Range Rover a couple of months ago. Banned them all. And uh, one final comment from John in Cork. Cut their oxygen when they hit 80 as regards to their driving. Really? I think that's a little excessive. Patricia, where do you stand on this? Should our older drivers be subjected to rigorous testing or should they just be taken off the road? No, they shouldn't be. And I think everybody should be subjected to redoing their test, say, every 10 years. Not just the older generation, but the younger generation. Because I do in excess of a 1,000 miles every single week. And when I'm driving home, the problems that I see are people on their mobile phones, they're the youngsters, they're cutting lanes, they're dodging lanes, they're in the outside lane, and they suddenly realize, oh, I've got to get off at this junction. And they're the ones that are causing the accidents. The older generation, they seem to stay on the inside lane. They don't go on the fast lanes. And then you get the women and even the young lads who lane hog. They stick in that middle lane and they don't go anywhere. Everybody should be made to redo their driving test after, say, 10 years. So at least that way, then, everybody is competent. I understand, yeah, I had to sit my driving test. I did my driving test. I did my driving test about 30 years ago. Mm. But, you know, I would not object to having to sit and do it again. But I think it should be applied to everybody across the board. What about the argument, though, that because of the very people that you've just described, the younger drivers who are cutting across lanes, they're on their mobiles, they're speeding, they're just not paying attention... They're, you know, they're, they're busy flicking the music in the car or whatever it is that they're doing that's leading to a lack of concentration. That makes the road unsafe, you could argue, for everybody, but particularly for older drivers who are maybe that bit slower. And so therefore, maybe is, is there any argument to suggest that older drivers should be taken off the road for their own safety? No, I don't think they should be taken off the road. I mean, like, I, I have older family who drive and they're the safest drivers in the world, they've got their wits about them, they know, they stick to the speed limits, they don't go over the speed limits, they stay within the speed limits, they don't go on motorways, you know, unless they have to, because, you know, and they stick within the speed limits. I mean, I've been out on a Sunday and I've seen young people and they're driving along at 20, 30 kilometres an hour. Yeah, you do get the older generation who are doing that as well. But it's a mixture, and I think everybody, I mean, like, there was a gentleman there who turned around and said, you know, well, we have to sit our driving test because we're younger. Who knows, the older generation maybe didn't sit their driving test. But how many young people out there, and I know it's the law now, but there are still youngsters driving out there before they sit their test, unaccompanied. Yeah, that's right. and And they are more of a danger to anybody than those, you know, like that guy who lives in a rural area, he's only going out locally, rurally. Dairy, yeah. They know the roads around where they are. You know, I've, I live down a country lane and the youngsters that drive along my lane, they just whiz along there at like a hundred and you're like, Jesus Christ, you know, I could pull out of my drive and mm. somebody is going to hit me. Mm. Whereas, you know, people who are going along there that stick to speed limits, it's you know, I think everybody should be made to redo their driving test after X number of years because 
you know, we all pick up faults as we're going along in life. Absolutely, totally agree with that. Very yeah, true. Tom, Tom, Patricia, 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 stay with us. Yeah, we all develop bad habits, Tom, but also we do become more aged and we do become sometimes infirm and a little bit more confused. The hearing goes, the eyesight goes. Do you think people should be banned from driving when they get to a certain age or at least restricted? No, certainly not, uh, Cara. I mean, I'm 72 years old and I ride a motorbike and I've been all over Europe I've been, can you hear me? I can, yeah, I'm listening you to can, you. Yeah. I've, I've been uh, all over Europe on my bike, right. both, both in groups and alone as a solo rider. And I've never had any difficulty, you know, I mean, you're talking about uh, riding on the opposite side of the road, the right-hand side of the road, roundabouts, etc. There are no trouble whatsoever because the, the roads abroad are much more, they're much better marked than the lanes are marked. Uh, the biggest problem I find here is lack of indication. That's when people change lanes, lane hopping. Uh, when they're turning off, they never indicate. And it seems to be a built-in uh, problem with um, BMWs and Audis especially. Okay, so we're not going to be ageist, but we're going to be uh, anti-elitist, is that it? And anti-elitist, exactly. Do you see the point of the argument, though, that older drivers would tend to be maybe slower and that they would be confused by, I suppose there's more road signs now than there would ever have been. There are more rules, there's more restrictions, there's more traffic, there's more threat. And so what about something like in the same way that we have restrictions and the ore plate for newer drivers who've just recently qualified or, for example, for provisional licence holders who um, ha- are supposed to, not that it, it, it happens um, in, in every case, but are supposed to be accompanied by a qualified driver. Should we be looking at some sort of a restriction-based process around drivers over 70 or maybe even over 80 years old? I don't know. I wouldn't like to see something like that. I mean... Your your independence, you know, not you can, you you wouldn't always be able to find somebody who can accompany you. Number mm. one, and you know, today uh, sons and daughters they're all working. There's nobody at home anymore. They're all in in a lot of cases the grandparents are minding the children, and they still need to be able to maybe collect them from school or yeah. deliver them to school, etc. So yeah. it's you know it, it it all plays a part like in family life. Billy, you're um, an older driver as well. Tell us your view on this. Well, I'm a taxi driver. I'm also a truck driver and a bus driver. Right. Why should I be put off the road at my age? I had more miles done. Not the last man that was talking with the man before him. I'd had more miles done than he had breakfast today. And I've been all over the continent. Why should I be put off the driver, off the road? And what we seem to be hearing from a lot of our callers today is that they're um, pointing out that you know, it's the young hoons that are driving around and on mobiles and speeding and have this impatient impatience about life that are... All young lads are not like that. All young fellas are not like that. You can't be all young lads are not like that. There's a lot of good young drivers out there too. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Completely. And while there are fantastic older drivers who are very well capable, there are some that aren't. What about this um, system that we currently have that um, if you want to continue driving beyond the age of 70, you go to your GP and your GP has the say in in signing a form um, to suggest whether you're a good driver or not? Is that really... 
Well, is that transparent? Is that transparent? Because as we've said, you, you can develop yeah, no, a very good relationship with your GP and maybe they'll just sign the form because they're very fond of you and they think ah, it'd be unfair if you weren't able to go and play bridge on a Wednesday night. You know, when you get older, you'll only get a three-year license anywhere from a ten-year license. But it doesn't matter. So we do CPC courses. We do all this. Why should we put off the road? We're as good as any good driver out there at the moment. Yeah, um, Michael, what's your view on this? Do you think that older drivers should be just allowed to continue driving, albeit maybe with them, with you know, with with a a, comp- a form of competency signed? I would agree with the lady that was on there that everybody after ten years should reset a test. But I do believe, and I'm sixty-five now this year. I do believe at sixty-five I should have to reset a test every five years, and then after seventy-five every three years. And why? Uh, why? I don't know. Sorry. Why do you think those particular um, time limits and ages? Well, there's a lot can happen when you turn 65 to 70. There's an awful lot can break down in the body, and like, you know, like eyesight and stuff like that. So I, I do believe like you should shorten in the span five years and then into the three-year span. But I mean, at the other age, the the other end of the age gap there, the youngsters, I mean, the youngsters at 20 and 23 don't have the experience like the boy that gentleman there would have on the road, 40 or 45 years driving. Uh, I mean, the main goal in the car at night is showing off. You never see them on their own in the car. There's always two or three, and there's always, there's always a show-off element to their driving. Billy, what do you think of Michael's suggestion there of sort of more regular and more formal uh, resits of tests um, as you get into your 70s and 80s? Well, I think when you're, you're tested at 70 or 75 years of age, you're only going to get a three-year license anyway. So you'll go from 10 years down to three years. And we are yeah, but are you capable? Would you be confident to get one at 75? Like, if you've got to just hand it out to you at three, you know, a three-year license at the age of 75, how do we Michael, know you or I, know. I? How do you know you or I are still competent drivers? Michael, I know taxi drivers out there at the moment they need and just 70 years. Yeah, Billy I, listen, Billy, I can point to a person 94 years of age two years ago gave it up no, because no, their eyes were gone. No, I said, I, we can all pick one person out of a lot of people that we know. I know a 94-year-old woman gave up driving because her eyes had started to fail. 94 years of age, she'd been driving up to that day. But she still wasn't really, and I knew her for driving, she was able to drive, but she wasn't competent and she wasn't safe. Mm. Uh, we just also got a call from uh, one woman who said she's currently driving on the N71 in West Cork. She's stuck behind a car with an elderly driver who's holding up all of the traffic doing about 50, 60 kilometres an hour. Where are you? Where do you sit on older drivers? The survey says they're happier, they have a better quality of life. Do they deserve that, all of their years of hard work? Or should we be taking them off the roads because we deem them to be Incapable. Adrian, you're a professional driver. I'd say you've seen it all on the roads, have you? I've seen it right bit now. You, on last week, you can see an awful lot down on the sides of the road. And you're on the left lane of the motorway there. You see an awful lot in your path. On the mm. path. Oh. So, uh, yeah, the use of mobile phones uh, is a disgrace. What's going on? Uh, phones sitting in laps. And I think they can't be seen. But they be seen from the HGV seat, that's for sure. You know, but... Uh, and so do you see any distinction between older drivers and younger drivers? Would you come down on either side of the fence and suggest which one, in your opinion, you think are more dangerous? Uh, I think the young person is, is more dangerous. And I'm, defend, I'm, I'm not actually an old driver myself. Now I'd be middle-aged. Mm. I'd be 45 years of age myself. 
And I would defend the old driver in this stage, in this argument, definitely. And why, why would you defend the old driver? What, what do you see from up in your cab up on high that makes you believe that older drivers should be allowed to continue driving, should be allowed to stay on the roads and are actually safer in many instances than younger ones? They're safer because they're doing their speed and if I can't pull up, hey, that's my too, too bad luck. Hey, I'm a professional driver and I have to be walking one step ahead of them. You know, slow down in, in a quick enough time. You know, and, and be not be impatient and trying to get past them. I've seen more people trying to overtake them, you know, and come and meeting you then, the other way. Mm. You know, and then it's up to you to try and get out of the way. But, uh, no, the that's the, and the young driver then, he's, he can't wait to get by you, you know. You know, no, and I'm even in the way. You know, I'm a HCV driver, and I, I'm at a limited speed of 90 gear, you know. So even even the HCV's in the way, you know. You can say we're as slow as the, as the old driver. And do you, but but we've a lot of people commenting, and that that uh, message I just read out literally before we took the break from uh, one of our listeners who's stuck in traffic in Cork, sitting behind an older driver who's holding everybody up on the motorway doing fifty sixty miles an hour. That in itself, though, is unsafe, isn't it? Uh, on the motorway, yes, I would agree. I would agree on the motorway; it would be unsafe. But on a regional or a national primary road, now people should be fit to slow up in good enough time to see them in good enough time, you know. And so, is there an argument, Adrian, of some form of restriction like you have for older drivers or learner drivers that you have for older drivers in relation to speed limits? Maybe, maybe they're, they're, they shouldn't be on motorways just like older drivers shouldn't be on motorways. I would, I would agree with you there because. The young driver hasn't got the experience. The old driver has the experience. And vice versa, one, I would say, is as bad as the other. I think in the middle there, the eventually you get a bit, gain a bit of experience and they start slowing down a bit. Mm. The young driver, if, if they got that message and the older driver got that message as well, I think the thing would balance out nicely. Lee, I want to bring you in here. What's your view on older drivers? I'm in January this year, I was crossing the road um, I live in Limerick and I was crossing the road and I was hit by a 92-year-old who didn't see the light that was red for her and a green man for me, mm. didn't see my bright pink wheelchair that I was in and didn't see me. And then tried to blame me because why was I on the road whenever there was a green man up? Um, I was seriously injured in the accident and I was lucky I wasn't killed and no I'm selective I think that at 85 years old after that nobody should be on the road because your reaction time slows down I was knocked out in the accident but people that had saw it told me it took her four or five seconds to hit the brake right. because the reaction time was so slow after she hit me now, uh, needless to say, I'm I'm a little bit um, I I I would not want her on the road, but I also have to wonder. Like, I have a 91 year old father-in-law, and he gave up driving six years ago because he recognised that he was getting confused at roundabouts. Mm-hmm. So he recognised the fact that he wasn't fit to drive. But I think that if Somebody can't recognise the fact then and needs to be done for them before they kill somebody. And that that um, discretion is is that is, is that a doctor's discretion, a GP's no, discretion at this point no, at the, at I, this point in time? Do you think that should be taken out of the out of the hands of a GP and it should yeah. be more rigorous? 
Yes, it should be a national test centre, and that way the testers will not know the person, mm-hmm. and the person shouldn't have to do a full test because that would be crazy, but should have to do things like, you know, how are their reaction times, like maybe drive along and be thrown out in front of them, what's their reaction time mm-hmm. as to stop, and, you know, what a, what's their eyesight, what's their reaction time. You know, stuff like that, that that you would expect of a driver. Have you recovered from your injuries, Lee? Thank God I have. I, I got a broken pelvis, a broken nose, and um, the whole side of my face was basically ripped to shreds, but they did a good job stipping, stitching me back together again. And I've, I've recovered and I've gotten a new chair, so uh, I'm back to normal now, thank God. Thank God indeed. Lee, thank you. Adrian, thank you. And all of our callers, texters and WhatsAppers, thank you very much. We'll have more for you on the Nile Boylan Show tomorrow from 12. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Nile Boylan Show. Classic hits.